Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam. I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. Okay, I want to talk today about what's happening. We're seeing, as usual, more confirmations that kind of our worst fears are materializing, and we're going to cover some of that tonight. But I want to talk to you guys um, in a practical sense about what it means, like what's the world going to look like in three months and six months if this gets as bad as we think it might. And so the way I want to do that is to start right here. Uh, I'm just come, I've just come back from the farm. I went out there yesterday, supposed to be just for the day. I was going to meet with my brother. He was bringing last of his equipment back for almost the last of the equipment back from new Orleans. And, um, I was going to work on my car and replace some suspension parts that were just worn out and, you know, needed to be replaced. And uh, when I went in there and picked them up, I asked the guy who was helping me wearing a mask. Um, and I said, you know, are you guys running into shortages yet? And he basically said, yes, uh, anything 2017 and up, we can't get parts for. And he said the best availability right now, if you need parts for something is for vehicles that are, from 2005 to 2015 basically because you know they're older cars they have a larger inventory of parts in the warehouses right now and those are being drawn down and once those are drawn down well then remember cliff high's old story about how the 18 wheelers and the linkages on the drive train are being broken and you know it's a common thing that breaks they got to be replaced because that's what's that's the, where all the torque's going from the engine to drive and pull this 20 30 40 thousand pound trailer well they can't get those and they're talking march is when they might come in that's months away from now right months away all these trucks are just going to be stranded and well if if you're an independent that's your only truck mm, sorry we can't help you I guess you won't be working for the next three or four months. And the same is going to be true of a lot of these cars and vehicles that are out there. My brother's uh, brand new Denali HD is uh, in the shop. He, I think he thinks he got bad fuel from this crap gas station in South Dallas. Um, and it sat there for like two weeks. They hadn't even looked at it yet. Uh, you know, he just spent, I don't know, a hundred grand plus on this truck and bought a, another truck from him <laughs> to, for one of his employees to go and haul equipment down there as well. And that's when we had the brake caliper fire on and all, you know, all these other things. Well, like he still doesn't have that. We're going on a month plus right now. And I'm telling him, I bet it's, they ended up giving him another new truck to drive around but I'm telling them, I bet it's the parts issue that they can't get the parts. They might know what's wrong, but they can't fix it. So, you know, I'm running around in this 2011 Toyota feeling pretty good right now. I mean, it's got a lot of miles on it, but who cares? It, the thing will run for 250. I think it's 160, 170, something like that. I just changed the struts on the front, changed the lower A arms. I still have a knock. I think it's a I'm not sure exactly what it is. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, but I, before that, I'd preventive, preventatively change the water pump. That's something that if that breaks, you're going to be stranded on the side of the road. And well, if you can't get parts for it, 
you're not going to have a car because you can't drive it until that's fixed. Uh, the same could be done with the alternator. That's something else I'll probably go in and change preventive, preventatively because those wear out after, you know, 10 years and 150,000 miles or so, and it stops charging the battery. So there's another thing that like, yeah, you could save some money, but when the thing goes out, guess what? You may not be able to replace it anymore. And of course, this all assumes we're living in a world where we still have gasoline and we're still driving around in cars, right? Because that may become scarce and kind of like what I've described uh, in uh, Louisiana after the Hurricane Ida hit, where there's stations that have it, but it's not always consistent. And sometimes there's big lines and sometimes you can go right in and get it no problem. So having capacity as well is, I think, another really important thing that you guys should be thinking about heading into this. Okay. Uh, what else? So I went around, looked up the oil filters for the car, bought two of those. Now I already have three. Um, and put some mobile one synthetic that I can get upwards of 10,000 miles out of. I'll probably change it between five and seven. <clears throat> so that was something I did as well. And then I'll buy the oil as well and have that stocked. You know, we've got 15 gallons of synthetic for the tractors and uh, for most of the equipment. So all of these things that require regularly scheduled maintenance, you should be thinking about right now, if you need it to do what you do, you should be thinking about sourcing parts, making sure the maintenance is being taken care of and doing some of it preventive, preventatively as well. Now, on my way in yesterday, I dropped by uh, the restaurant where my buddy uh, works and manages it to talk to him. He was he went on a bank run, so I, I missed him. He was out running errands, taking care of stuff. Uh, but I did talk to him, and he said, yeah, you know, same, same stuff we've been dealing with, but it's getting worse. He said, uh, I, I won't look up the tweet, but it was um, uh, labor shortages. He can't get enough people to work. Uh, food shortages across the board now, like different things are unavailable at different times and he's having trouble, you know, making the menu. Uh, and he said, oh, one of, I'm going to have to look it up. Hold on. Here it is right here. He told me, um, yep. It seems like it's getting worse every week. Um, Staff labor, price increases, shortages across the board. And he said, this tweet right here, this, and this was like an hour later. He said, saw you in my crypto group posting about car parts. Well, someone forwarded your, forwarded your message to my group. So he's in some kind of cryptocurrency group and they're talking about this and pointing it out. And good thing that they are because all the money in the world ain't going to fix this problem, right? Okay, let me get back to spaces here. Okay, now, what else is happening? Well, this, I think, was uh, very troubling when I came across it yesterday. This is uh, from Jeffrey Tucker. He's a, he's a uh, mildly annoying libertarian <laughs> anarchist. <laughs> 
And he's pointing out simply unbelievable, a train wreck of ill health. Stunning. How many warnings did we get? Thousands, many censored all along. And this is from NPR, the Socialist News. Sorry, I wanted to turn my monitoring down just a, a hair. Someone's saying here in comment in the comments, I'm a diesel equipment mechanic and I work on all sorts of different mach machinery, compressors, pumps, generators, blowers, pavers, rollers. We're seeing all kinds of issues with national back orders on parts. And that's uh, right there. And hold on, I'm going to... I actually need it. Oh, no. Is it working? No, it's not live. I want to fix this camera real quick. It'll take me just a second. There we go. Now it's live. All right. And I bet there, I think I saw another comment about that. No. Okay. So yeah, I, and, and it's not going to get any better. And, you know, Cliff had a, uh, uh, what was he saying about it? Mm, I'm blanking, but that's okay. Let's jump into this story right here. And I haven't had time to do a lot of prep and I'm going to taking my daughter to a haunted house tomorrow. So not going to do a show. So I wanted to get this in anyway, but here we go. Inside the emergency department at Sparrow Hospital in Lansing, Michigan, staff members are struggling to care for patients who are showing up much sicker than they've ever seen. The emergency room's nursing director practically vibrates with pent up anxiety, looking at all the patients on a long line of stretcher, stretchers pushed up against the beige walls of the hospital's ha hallways. It's hard to watch, she says, in her warm Texan twang. I guess she's from Texas, but this is in, yeah, in Lansing, Michigan. There's nothing she can do. The ER 72 rooms are already filled, and you can see, assuming this picture is actually from that hospital, they've got all the rooms are full, and then they've got patients who are just set out in the hallway on their uh, on their hospital beds, and they're rolling new people in. I mean, it should have been pretty clear this was coming. Remember the the football game in the UK where they carted off three people in one game, two from the stands and one from the field. I feel very, very bad when I walk down the hallway and see that people are in pain or needing to sleep or needing quiet, but they have to be in the hallway with, as you can see, 10 or 15 people walking by every minute. It's a stark contrast to where this emergency department and thousands others were at the start of the coronavirus pandemic. Except for initial hotspots like New York City, many ERs across the U.S. were often eerily empty, like there weren't a bunch of people dying from COVID, which is what John O'Looney told us the funeral director remember him in the spring of 2020 terrified of contracting COVID-19 people were sick with other things uh, did their best to stay away from the hospital people who were sick with other things did their best to stay away from hospital uh, visits to emergency departments dropped in half to their normal levels according to Epic Health Research Network and didn't fully rebound until the summer of 2021 so they need a scapegoat. I mean, this is National Socialist Radio here, so they need something to blame. It's definitely not going to be the vaccines that they've promoted that's at the cause of this, right? So what is it? Oh, well, all of those people, all the people who should have been coming in for screenings for cancers and this and that, they didn't. And now, all of a sudden, 
six months after the vaccine rollout, they're all showing up at the ER and uh, it has nothing to do with the vaccine. But now they're too full. Even in parts of the country where COVID-19 isn't overwhelming the health system, patients are showing up in the ER sicker than they were before the pandemic. Their disease is more advanced and need in need of more complicated care. Months of treatment delays have exacerbated chronic conditions and worsened symptoms. Bullshit. I mean, sure, that's happened. But that does not explain what we're seeing. Okay? Doctors and nurses say the severity of illness ranges widely. It includes abdominal pain. Uh-huh. Respiratory problems. Mm, uh-huh. Blood clots. Hmm. Heart conditions. Hmm. And suicide attempts, among others. Why are people committing suicide? Because they're living with a shit life after the vaccines injured them. And now every day is like a living personal hell. They're tr- prisoners of their body. They don't want to do it anymore. It's not worth it. But there's nowhere to put them all. Emergency departments are ideally meant to be brief ports in a storm with patients staying just long enough to be sent home with instructions to follow up with their primary care physician or being sufficiently stabilized to be transferred upstairs to inpatient units or intensive care units. Except now, those long-term care floors are full too. With a mix of COVID-19 and non-COVID-19 patients... I wonder what the mix of vaccinated versus non-vaccinated patients is. Hmm? They're not going to tell us that, I bet. That means people coming to the ER are being warehoused for hours, even days, forcing ER staff to perform long-term care roles they weren't trained to do. And what happens when the nurses and doctors start succumbing to this as well? What, what do you think is going to happen to hospitals? Right? had a friend that tweeted about... Um, in six months, you're not going to be able to fly without a, a vaccine passport. And I'm like, in six months, you may not be able to fly at all because commercial airlines may not exist. That's how bad this could get. And if you if you are lucky enough, if we are lucky and they do still exist, flights will be incredibly expensive. You won't be able to just hop on a flight and go like you can today. This paradigm is dying. And you need to recognize this paradigm is dying and um, life is going to change in some big ways as these systems crumble beyond their ability to continue to function. That's what's coming if this gets as bad as we think. And right now, all of these are, uh, all of these are signs that, yeah, it's, we're, we're early, some early winter here for the Northern Hemisphere. And this, this is already happening. So think about this. And of course we had on the show, someone tell us that, uh, they did, they went into diversion in one of the Washington state, one of the big hospitals in Washington. And the next one was an hour away, the next hospital, because why this right here, they're full of the vaccinated who are sick and dying from the vaccine. And they won't dare ever admit that. Let's see. I haven't even read through all of this, but um, I see if there's more here. There's no privacy. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we could have done the physical in the parking lot. Yeah. 
about three times a week, the ER arrives at a point where we just can't take any more patients, she explains. Then it sends out an alert for ambulances to divert patients to other hospitals. Yeah, yeah, exactly what we're seeing. And again, NPR is doing the story and saying this is happening all over the United States. Then it sends out, um, but that's a risky move because Sparrow is one of the only hospitals in this part of the state that's equipped to handle severe traumas. Dusang said it feels like uh, waving the white flag, but you have to do it when you feel unsafe, she says, meaning so crowded that the staff can't provide the patients with adequate care. So although it won't entirely keep ambulances from coming in, it at least gives them the awareness that, oh, the, the ED emergency department is in trouble. Even patients who arrive by ambulance are not guaranteed a room. Our nurse is running triage here, screening for those who absolutely need a bed and for those who can be put in the waiting area. You show up on an ambulance, you might end up in the waiting room. Wow. I hate it that we even have to make that determination. Lately, they've been pulling out some of the patients who are already in the ER rooms when others arrive who are even more critically ill. Oh, you get a room and eh, now you're in the hallway. Sorry. Somebody else needs it more. No one likes to, to take someone out of their privacy of their room and say, we're going to put you in the hallway <laughs> because we need to get care to get care to someone else. The number of ER patients is mostly back to normal, but patients are so much sicker. We're hearing from members. Uh, this isn't just happening in Sparrow. We're hearing from members in every part of the country, says Dr. Lisa Mo Moreno, president of the American Academy of Emergency Medicine, the Midwest, the South, the Northeast, the West, they are seeing this exact same phenomenon. Although the number of ER visits returned to pre-coronavirus levels this summer, emission rates from the ER to the hospital's inpatient floors are still almost 20% higher early in the winter, early into the immunity waning and really dropping off a cliff at six months. That's why, oh, go, go get your booster shot. Go get your booster shot. That's according to a most recent analysis. 120 million patients is the source for that, that 20% increase. Uh, it's an early indicator that what's happening in the ED is that we're seeing more acute uh, cases than we were pre-pandemic. Hmm, I wonder why. Less acute cases, such as people suffering from health issues like rashes, conjuvitis, are still, still aren't going to the ER as much as they used to. Instead, they may be opting for an urgent care center or their primary care doctor. Meanwhile, there's been an increase in people coming into the ER with more serious conditions like strokes and heart attacks. Yeah, we're going to look at some data on that. Heart medications, they're up 77%. It's a banner year for the for the drug cartels, right? They're making big bank off of this. Even though we're seeing the overall volumes come back to normal over the summer here, we're seeing more acute conditions still remain higher than pre-pandemic normals. Uh, while the lower acuity conditions still remain below pre-pandemic normals. So, and why? Everybody with pre-existing conditions are now worse because they've basically been given HIV. Their, their immune system's been disabled. Their body's unable to fight. We're seeing all these people with rapid cancers. The doctors are shocked at how fast they're growing. And they're killing the patients before they can even get the biopsy back. 
So even though the total number of patients coming to the ER is about the same as before, that's absolutely going to feel like uh, I'm seeing more patients and seeing more acute patients. So it's taking more time, more complicated for them to treat these people. And, and a lot of them, we already know from looking at all the vent, the vaccine injured stories, the doctors come in, they do test after test after test after test. They all come back normal. And I'm sorry, we don't know why you're shaking uncontrollably or why your face is half paralyzed. It's, it must be psychological or stress. It's a stress-induced response. That's code for, we don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. And we're definitely not going to consider the vaccine as the source of this because I've taken it and I've given it to other people and I've convinced other people to take it. And I sure as fuck don't want to be wrong about that. So it definitely, we can just go ahead and rule out the vaccine right now as the source for this. Read another one um, today from an Instagram model that, um, you know, gorgeous girl took the vaccine and within, I don't know, a week or two, she tells her story. She's just experiencing all kinds of horrible side effects. So, yeah. <clears throat> let's see here at the beginning of a recent shift she heard a patient crying nearby and went to investigate it was a man with paraplegia who'd recently had surgery for colon cancer mm, guess what his colon cancer is probably back because he got vaccinated disabled his immune system his killer uh, cd8 killer t cells mm, they're gone his large post-operative wound was sealed with a device called a wound vac, which pulls fluid from the wound into a drainage tube attached to a portable vacuum pump. But the wound, wound vac had malfunctioned. That's why he had to come to the ER. But staffers were so busy by the time uh, Morerno came in. The fluid from his wound was leaking everywhere. Oh, that's nice. Bed was covered. I mean, he was lying in a puddle of secretions from this wound. And he was crying because he said to me, I'm paralyzed. I can't move to get away from all this. I know I'm going to end up getting an infection. I know I'm going to end up getting an ulcer. I've been laying in this for like eight or nine hours. Remember the nursing home that had 40 patients to one nurse? It's about to get a lot worse than that. Nurse in charge of his care told Monero or Morero, no, <laughs> she simply hadn't had time to help this patient yet. She said, I've had so many patients to take care of and so many critical patients. I started an IV drip on this person. This person is on a cardiac monitor. I just didn't have time to get in there. Uh-huh. This is not humane care. This is horrible care. But it's what can happen when emergency department staffers don't have the resources they need to deal with the onslaught of competing demands and just wait just wait till the vaccinated in the hospitals the, the healthcare workers start succumbing to this start dropping dead and now you're dealing with this level of demand with half the staff with a third of the staff All the nurses and doctors had the highest level of intent to do the right thing for the person, but because of the high acuity of large and a large number of patients, the staffing ratio of nurse to patient, even the staff staffing ratio of doctor to patient, this guy did not get the care he deserved to get just as a human being. I'm very curious to what that is. 
seven is, you know, a pretty good number that you're busy with seven. Uh, the unintended neglect is extreme and not the experience of the vast majority of patients who arrive in the ER right now, but the problem is not new. Even before the pandemic, ER overcrowding had been a widespread problem and a source of patient harm. Blah, blah, blah. Let me see here. Burnout feeds staffing shortages. Oh, it's burnout, huh? People are quitting because they're burnout. Didn't y'all just fire a bunch of motherfuckers? Dumbasses, are you going to talk about that in this story? Unbelievable. Every morning, she wakes up and checks her Sparrow email with one singular hope, that she will not see yet another nurse resignation letter in her inbox. Why are they resigning? Because you're forcing them out, dumbasses. I can't tell you how many of them tell me they went home crying after their shifts. Remember the video we played of the nurse who was doing exactly that, crying on the way home? And you just hope they show up the next day for more. But despite her best efforts to keep to support her staffers, check on them regularly, talk to them, talk with them about their careers and make them feel seen, heard and appreciated. She cannot stop them from quitting and they're leaving too fast to replace either take higher paying gigs as travel nurses. See, and that's what's happening. The wealthy states can pay these obscene figures for travel nurses to come in and work for them and help alleviate some of these problems. The other places can't. The rural places can't do it. To try a less stressful type of nursing or simply walk away from the profession entirely. Midway through the afternoon shift at Sparrow, a nurse breaks down sobbing. A fellow nurse, Amy uh, Harvey, pulls her into a corner, reminds her to take deep breaths. Everybody has a breaking point. It just depends on the day and the situation. Mine could be in three days. Something comes in that just hits home for some reason and I need a minute to take a deep breath. Like, uh, I'm realizing these people are all vaccinated that are getting sick and I'm vaccinated. Maybe, you think, some people are dealing with that right now? I bet they are. If you realize you've got one to three years left, you want to waste it doing that? Uh, They hired... 20 baby nurses, a term for brand new nurses, uh, to bring them on board. The hospital waived its uh, previous requirement for working in the ER, at least one year of nursing experience elsewhere. And many of these new nurses are fresh out of nursing school, (laughs) out of the frying pan into the fire. Right away, they've begun their careers by diving into the deep end, even though they're still training. I need some assistance. One of these new nurses whispers to her supervisor holding up an IV bag. She can't get the top open. It just pushes in, doesn't it? Oh, boy. You don't know how to do an IV bag? You got to twist it so those line up. Just explaining it to her. Okay. I was, so this is somebody. Let's see. She still thinks a lot about a particular patient who came in a while ago. His test revolt results revealed terminal cancer. Hmm? Spritz spent all day working the phones, hustling case managers, trying to get hospice care set up in the man's home. He was going to die, and she didn't want him to have to die here in the hospital where only one visitor was even allowed. She wanted to get him home and back with his family. 
quote, I was willing to take him home in my car because we were willing and waiting and waiting for an ambulance because they're not available. Spritz said, finally, after many hours, they found an ambulance to take him home. Three days later, the man's family members called Spritz. He had died, as she expected, but he had died surrounded by family. I felt like I did my job there because I got him home. But that's a rare feeling these days. I just hope it gets better. I hope it gets better soon. It's not. It's going to get worse from here, sadly. And there's going to be people that can't even make it to the hospital. <laughs> wow. As one shift approaches its end, Dusang faces a new crisis. The overnight shift is even more short-staffed than usual. Wonder why, huh? Wonder why. Are your staff members getting sick too? Have you fired the people who were not sick because they didn't take the chemical injection designed to induce illness via synthetic pathogen? Can we get two impatient nurses, she asked, hoping to borrow nurses from one of the upstairs floors? Already tried. Without more staff, it's going to be hard for hard to care for new patients who come in overnight from car crashes, seizures, and other emergencies. I'll go home now, stretch for a few hours of sleep, and return at 11 p.m. to work the overnight shift in the ER's overflow unit. That means he'll be largely caring for eight patients alone or just a few on just a few short hours of sleep, but right now, that's their only and best option. Dusain considers for a moment, takes a deep breath, and nods, okay, she says. Go home, get some sleep, thank you. Wow. Pretty clear what's happening here, folks. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to see and put the pieces together at this point. And this is just getting started. It gets worse from here. Of course, <clears throat> watch this. This is someone who's not masked in church. And this pastor, I guess, is saying, Oh, you're not masked. You are you are denied God. I am going to deny you God. Here come the mindless sheep. Listen, we bought into this, and you have to too. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Damn it. Let me get this full screen. I want to fix that. Bear with me. Oh, come on, son. Nope. All right. Ain't happening yet. <laughs> Yeah, this is what God would want. Definitely what God would want. To beat this man senseless because he doesn't have a mask. It's okay, kids. It's okay. We're just taking out the unbeliever. That's just as God would want. 
Because Jesus stayed away from the unwashed, the prostitutes, the beggars, the thieves. He would not associate them with them, certainly wouldn't have them in his church. Of course, he would have a church too, right? He'd have a church where everybody comes in, gives him money, and worships him, not lives as he lived. A priest incites churchgoers to violently remove a man from the church because he wasn't wearing a mask. It's like a scene from a zombie movie and truly horrifying. Would God really want this? Well, no, no, he wouldn't. So is Jill Weatherhead, physician scientist, med, peds, ID, and trop med, director of medical education at BCM trop med. I don't know. Hold on. I want to actually see what this is. Oh, that's probably her right there. Education, education research, clinical policy and advocate. Advocacy from Baylor College of Medicine's National School of Tropical Medicine in Houston. So I think one of the hospitals that fired a bunch of the of the unvaccinated staff. And she took her took her child in, her four year old. Today my four year old had the privilege of participating a privilege. Lady, you you just rolled the dice and took a 50-50 chance of murdering your child. And you're so fucking brainwashed and stupid. You've got such cognitive dissonance blinders on. You don't even comprehend what you've just done. And here you are proud about it. Turned off comments too. Not till some people got their comments in. Then she saw the response like, what? These people don't blindly support me? Soft killing my four-year-old? Well, they should not be allowed to reply. <laughs> For two to four-year-olds, 99.99997% survival rate, and you're going to roll the dice on this? Are you fucking insane? Have you not looked around at what's happening? And that's the thing. They, none of them will admit it. Anybody who questions the vaccine efficacy and safety is run off. And the AMA comes after them and the government comes after them and the health departments come after them and they remove them from the discussion. So then you end up with brainwashed idiots like Jill here who think it's a great idea to take her four-year-old and soft kill them for a disease that he is one in a million chance of dying from with a vaccine that has no safety, long-term safety data, no cancer studies. No, I mean, the list goes on and on. It's just, these people are sad. Okay. We're going to look, actually, let me, um, Bear with me for one moment here. There we go. Now it's fixed. And that's what we're going to end with. Okay. This gets into a little bit of the propaganda. And this is Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I want you to 
just listen to this. There's a few things in here we're going to go through that relate to <coughs> Orwell 1984 and sort of the, the changing of the language, right? Um, World Economic Forum announces the Global Coalition for Digital Safety. The World Economic Forum has partnered with big tech and governments to police the internet, encourage a court, quote, a coordinated action against unauthorized voices deemed harmful to the collective psyche. That they, on the June 29th, they initiated a new public-private partnership with big tech and governments around the world to identify and uproot all opinions from the internet that they could consider, they, who the hell are they, that they can consider to be harmful. They, Dr. Penny, are the thought police. That's exactly who this is. The digital thought police. And they will come in and they will burn all your books. They will raid your your little digital home and they will burn all the books and they will cart you away and see that you're never seen or heard from again. And now they're centralizing and getting organized so that they can partner with government to control acceptable thought. That's where this is going. The internet is, and so this was the editor of the, this is Technocracy News is where this mm -hmm. is from. The internet is headed towards total censorship of quote unauthorized content, as well as individuals who consume, consume. So these are readers. These aren't just producers who consume and produce such content. Once you are identified as quote unsafe, you could be banned from all internet press presence, denying access even to email and online websites. We are living, Peter, we are living in real time, hmm. the ministry of truth from the book 1984. And if people haven't read it or you read it a long time ago, you need to drag it out and reread it, even if you just read the first half of it. Because the ministry of truth is what the propaganda world we are living in now. And what that actually means is if they say, if the ministry of truth, these propaganda experts, these idiots that I just read this, this thing about, if they say two plus two is five, and everybody has to, yes, sir, yes, sir, mm -hmm. two plus two is five. And if anybody anybody goes, wait a minute, two and two, one, two, three, four, maybe it's not five. In the book, they killed them. They're doing the same thing to us. They're killing us economically. Mm -hmm. They're killing freedom of speech. They're killing um, sharing of information. Yeah. No matter how real the information is, these people have decided that they are the ones that are going to make a difference. And at the end of this article, Microsoft immediately announced it is on board with the World Economic Forum's plan. Yep. They're good, good with that. They're very good with the thought police. Let's roll them on in. The NIH had a definition of gain of function on its webpage, which was available as recently as October 19th, just a couple of days ago. It has now been changed entirely. Why would it be changed? Why would the NIH change their gain? I know, I know. Gain of function webpages this week. Could it be that Dr. Fauci was caught last week in his exchange by Dr. Rand Paul, my friend and the senator, 
Now they don't even say gain of function research on the website. They took it off. It now says EPPP research. Now it says instead of the term gain of function research describes a type of research that modifies a biological agent so that it confers a new or enhanced activity to that agent, it now says on limited occasions when justified by compelling public health need and conducted in very high biosecurity laboratories, NIH has supported certain research that may be reasonably anticipated to create transfer or use. Come on. You want to know why the American people don't believe their government? They shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't, Madam Speaker. They shouldn't believe the lies that are coming out of our national health leaders that are endangering the American Or the politicians or the bureaucrats. Let's, let's get them all because they're all a bunch of liars, including this guy. They're all pushing this false paradigm that government can solve problems when the reality is it can't. It's so corrupt. It is um, flawed by design. The incentives work against the interests of the public, right? The whole thing is a lie. And we've got to realize that and we've got to move past this because this will just keep happening again and again and again until we do. People, as Dr. Fauci's lies have been doing for the better part of 18 months. Why trust an NIH that is, by definition, not being truthful? Yeah, why trust a government that is, by definition, not being truthful? <clears throat> So, found this rather interesting. That little-known heart attack that's striking fit in healthy women as young as 22. Doctor's reminder, now nobody is too young for a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, it's the new normal, right? Nobody's going to acknowledge what's going on here until it's painfully obvious because they're on that ship and it's going down and they don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit, well, it's actually back here. They don't the want NIH to admit that they're the liars, that they're the deceivers, that they've led these people to their deaths. So heart attacks in young people, that's the new normal. Everything's fine. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. I love this. Eric really kind of cuts to the to the core here. Talking about, you know, NIH, this is the big news. National Health Institutes of Health. This is who's over the CDC. And this is what Grouchy Fauci is, uh, I guess, in charge of. They've admitted or are working for, working under... Uh, they've admitted to funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan, finally. And he's asking, can we skip to the end run around bioweapon research restrictions part, meaning DASIC being the cutout to continue the bioweapons research without, you know, where they could say, oh, no, we didn't know that was going on. We gave it to EcoHealth, and then we don't know what they did with it. Can we jump to the Epstein and the intelligence community story? <laughs> like, where did he get all of his money? Why did he know all these famous and important people? 
Remember the guy that gave him tens of millions of dollars and then what was it? Clayton went to work for that company after leaving the SEC, dropping the Ripple lawsuit. Can we discuss our moronic meet our partially reformed Taliban security partners theory? <laughs> no? Okay, I thought not. <sighs> yeah, you have to drag it out of them one by one. Meanwhile... This is the introduction. <laughs> Look at this lady. <laughs> introduction for the mayor of Chicago. The honorable mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Not having it. Yeah, nobody wants to hear from you, Bug. <sighs> so, blockbuster buried by the mainstream media. One to two hundred members of Congress successfully treated for COVID nineteen with ivermectin with zero hospitalizations. <laughs> we are being governed by a bunch of psychopaths. I guess this came out of the sit down with. Um, Oh gosh, I'm blanking on it. Michael Malice, who's also an anarchist and uh, very short. Anyway, apparently the same doctor that was treating Joe treated 200 members of Congress. And gee, look how well they're doing. So absolutely works, but you know, what can they do? All they can do is hold on to their crumbling narrative, right? Here's a little you more. can't have mad scientists running around playing God like this and then come to find out what else is Fauci and NIH doing? They're doing cruel experiments on puppies. What they were doing with those puppies is flat out disgusting. It's despicable. That needs to stop. I cannot believe American tax dollars uh, would go uh, to treat those dogs the way those dogs would be treated. And, you know, I really think Fauci needs to be held accountable. These people, these bureaucrats, they don't get to just run wild and do whatever the hell they want to with our tax dollars. And so from funding gain of function research wait, wait, uh, what? to treating these. Did he say? and do whatever the hell they want to with our tax dollars. And so from funding gain-of-function research uh, to treating these pups. I remember Free Talk Live. We had a story about some city bureaucrat who had one of the police infrared uh, flashers, which is what the little signals on the, turn, on the traffic lights show uh, look for, for emergency vehicles to switch them to green to get you know, keep emergency vehicles moving and not stuck in traffic so they can get to people and help. And she was running late for a meeting. Fuck it, turn it on. Drive like a bat out of hell to get there because her day was so much more important than everybody else's being a city bureaucrat. But uh, no, no, Ron, they're not running wild with our tax dollars. It's just rare. It's very rare. For the most part, governments are 100% safe and effective. These people, these bureaucrats, they don't get to just run wild and do whatever the hell they want to with our tax dollars. And so from funding gain-of-function research... God, i got to make that a tweet. That is so great. 
governments are 100% safe and effective. <laughs> uh, to treating these puppies with really unimaginable cruelty, uh, I think that whole lot of them uh, need to be cleaned out and we need to be standing up for the American taxpayer and doing things ethically and not doing things like gain-of-function research and certainly not abusing puppies. Thank you. The puppies, it's too far. Received <laughs> a letter from... We got okay, this is talking about the school boards. Um, I don't know. Let's see. This is Merrick Garland, the attorney general uh, on C-SPAN, and he's talking about... Uh, we received this letter from the National Association of School Boards. This was a real problem calling for our action. And we we stood up and accepted that call on behalf of the American people to bring justice using our bureaucracy under color of law. We received a letter from the National Association of School Boards. No reason to believe... No, you didn't receive an anonymous letter. White House political staff co-wrote it with this organization, which is why the organization has rejected it. You know these facts now to be true, and yet you still won't disavow your memo. Why? You didn't receive some objective, neutral letter because all these people were being threatened. You are, the res you are responding to a political campaign to politicize the Department of Justice. How big is the threat that American parents pose right now? When you, you lead a big organization, you have 100,000 plus employees. You have a lot of violence to go after. Are parents at school boards one of the top three concerns you face right now? We, got, we received a letter from the National Association of School Boards. No reason to believe... No, you didn't receive an anonymous letter. White House political staff co-wrote it with this organization, which is why the organization has rejected it. You know these facts now to be true, and yet you still won't disavow your memo. Why? You didn't receive... <laughs> oh, man. This is great. He's just sitting there. He's sitting there lying, lying through his teeth. We didn't, we received this letter. I mean, that that's, that's our story and I'm sticking to it. Even though the facts have come out that it was the white house who wrote it, who engineered the whole thing. I'm reminded, and it's, it's, this is how government works. Okay. My buddy Ian had this couch in his front yard or his tenant's front yard. He, he lives in this uh, duplex kind of thing. And um, they, they received a complaint about the couch. So, the, you know, it turned into this whole thing in court and so forth. And at court, he finally got to uh, face his accuser, right, and found out the accuser was a bureaucrat who worked for the city, and she's one of these... Um, green the green initiative she was pushing that in this little town of 30,000 people <laughs> so yeah this is a this is a very common theme they know they have this power and they know the levers to pull to wield it into motion and then they are also simultaneously working behind the scenes to ensure that maximum damage occurs because they can't be trusted with their power. They just can't. They will abuse it and abuse it. They will lie to your face. 
even when the jig is up and we know he's lying, he's still going to sit there and lie right to your face. Fuck you, slave. What are you going to do about it? Hmm? You're going to vote me out? You're going to fire me? Do you pay my salary? Is that what you want me to know? Okay, thanks for your input. Some objective, neutral letter because all these people were being threatened. You Hold on, I, want, I just I want to go back and see that body language again. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not liking he he's not liking what he's hearing. He's very uncomfortable there. All the swallowing, the eyes close again and again for longer periods of time. His head's slowly tilting down. He is oh yeah, this sucks. This sucks. People were being threatened. You are the res you are responding to a political campaign to politicize the Department of Justice. How big is the threat that American parents pose right now? When you, you lead a big organization, you have 100,000 plus employees. You have a lot of violence to go after. Are parents at school boards one of the top three concerns you face right now? <laughs> okay. And I guess that's, in, I, I don't know all the details on that, but that's in response to the them coming out saying that parents challenging critical race theory are domestic terrorists or something like that. I mean, they're getting so desperate. See, the, the um, they're losing their the people that they have captured with the propaganda, and they're getting so desperate to advance their plans. I think as quickly as they can that it's just they they it's creating so much chaos and uh there's so many people aware and pointing it out and um driving the narrative which is what they're used to doing <clears throat> that it's there there are all of these deer in the headlight moments happening right now and I, and i did I think it pales in comparison to what we're going to see in the next few months as this thing continues to accelerate, like I think it's going to do with people dying. And then it, the normies figure out, holy shit, these people have, have sent have killed us. I'm, I'm literally the walking dead. And some of them are, uh, uh, I don't know what they're what all they're going to do, but I know some of them are probably <clears throat> going to get enraged and go, you know, seek justice or vengeance or whatever on these people. Oh, I got banned from Twitter for twelve hours <laughs> for that Jocinda tweet. I'll, if you remind me at the end, I'll bring it up. I didn't have time to pull it out and show prep, but uh, yeah. I talked about her, uh, what she was doing was committing war crimes and after your, I, that I look forward to your uh, public trial and public execution. And uh, she didn't like that because she filed a complaint and it got me, it, at first it said it was for six hours and then as I clicked okay, then it became 12 hours. So I'm like, oh yeah, that, they must have really been pissed off. 
that was after I had to delete the tweet. So I want to, I think I want to make a video specifically on the tweet and break down why Twitter is wrong here. Why you should be able to call people out for fucking war crimes and suggest that they be put to death for engaging in them in an effort to stop the war crimes. So I think that'll make a good video. Thank you, Josenda. Appreciate it. It's a great idea. Or whatever her name is. Okay. Let's move on from there. So this was interesting. Um, Jayla tagged me in this so I would see it. It says, our chiropractic physician shared a bunch of information and resources. He's complied to uh, compiled to resist against vaccination mandates of any flavors at all levels, mix and match your information and letters to suit your particular circumstances. Um, and there's this link right here. So this is in my Twitter feed here. Let me also drop it into chat for you guys. Good evening, everyone. Hope you're doing well. I'm a little ill prepared for this. You can kind of tell I usually spend like three hours on a show like this. Um, there's the Twitter link. And then let me also, and I, and I had like an hour. So, and there's the other one. That one could be typed in. So don't you dare mess with Jacinda Adern. <laughs> okay. Uh, and let me open this as well. <clears throat> I just had a real brief look around and I'll show you guys what we're looking at but it's it's kind of like a storage of all of these various documents and things that you can use i like there we go and i'm just oh what are these i'm just gonna pick one at random okay no this is about those are pdfs here's the vaccine stuff okay so here's one for city employees and it's basically kind of boilerplate legal forms that will help you not have to produce this from scratch, right? And if you want to modify it and change it, I guess you could. These have probably been prepared by a lawyer, but I don't know. But it's a good place to start. So if you're facing some of this and you don't know what to do or how to, you're, you, you know, you want some different ideas, you can come in here. And kind of browse through this whole section and he, you know, he's got several in here let's see if i can change the view there we go yeah i'm liking that better so uh vaccine exemption fact sheet affidavit of covid immune immunization exemption on religious grounds exemption uh on so three different um religious exemptions. <clears throat> so that's another strategy that a lot of people are, are doing, you know, like Biden mentioned that 94 or 96% on the airlines are vaccinated. And that was after they fired all the people that were not vaccinated. Um, those the, that remaining percent are these religious exemptions. So that is a way that you can still, you know, participate in the world, keep your job. There's one for Catholics. So some, remember the, the questions that we went over where they wanted to know 
what specifically about your faith, I'm guessing that that would address it. Uh, childhood copies, city employees, first responders, uh, forms for employees whose employer are requiring COVID-19 injections under emergency use authorization. That's every private company. Healthcare workers, uh, longer COVID vaccine letter mandate, mandate letter for colleges. So if you're trying to go back to school, you can probably send them this stuff. And, you know, if you've been watching Cliff, he, he did this episode where he talked about his lawsuit with the blue chicken cult, Corey Good and, and David uh, Wilcox, which the, that's a whole, that's an entire show right there. I'm not even going to touch it. Anyway, he was like uh, breaking down his strategy and he went in pro se, meaning uh, of the self, rep, I'm self-representing. And because he did that, he could do some things that you can't do if you're, if you hire a lawyer. And one of those was he doesn't have to cite any case law. He just talks about it. And uh, if the other side has to then go and look it up and hassle through this, that's fine. You know, he talks about how you've got, so this is why I love Cliff. You've, you, you've got so many words, there's like 4,000 words. And so you better make sure those are the most important words that you put in there, every one of them. And uh, he talked about the, he would respond on the same day, like as soon as something comes in, bam, he's banging away at it. That's the most important th thing. And he sends it back electronically through Pacer for, you know, 50 cents or something. <clears throat> and um, that lawyer, then it, it starts the clock. That lawyer didn't, didn't matter what you were doing. Now you've got 15 days to respond to that letter. And he didn't cite any case law. So you got to go do all the research, his research for yourself because he doesn't, he's not required to help you because he's pro se, sorry. And so it's a great way to use the system and that's ex <clears throat> exactly what's here, okay? It is a way to, um, it's a hornet's nest to take on a piece of paper and ching, there you go, enjoy. And if enough people do this, they will be, they will be so overwhelmed, so overwhelmed. So it's something to consider anyway. And there's, you know, I just wanted to read these. So they've got for military, uh, practical vaccine exemption, practical side supporting documents, some more religious supporting documents. Looks like four of those or two, two more of those, um, for teachers. Okay. So that's on my Twitter. I put it in the chat and put it up on the screen. So if you had to, you could, uh, you could type it in manually and get here. All right. This was digital asset investor. Uh, he's, he's put out a tweet here where he says, I believe the sec action against ripple is a sort of final straw. People are sick and tired of unaccountable government bureaucrats who represent the interests of their wall street masters. Instead of the people they are supposed to represent and protect, pay attention, Congress. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's so much frustration over the bureaucracy and it wants, to, it knows, you know, it can't, uh, its paradigm will change. It will die effectively 
if crypto takes off when it takes off. So it's got to do everything it can to go after it and shut it down and keep its power. And it's got to, I think they want to get everybody on the digital dollar as soon as they can. So they want to kind of slow things down. And I love this Hayek quote. It's in, you know, it's one of my intro quotes that I use from time to time. It says, I don't believe we shall ever have good money again before we take that thing out of the hands of the government. All we can do is by some sly roundabout way introduce something that they can't stop. And that something is crypto. And there's a lot of people who say, well, it's Bitcoin. It's like, yeah, okay. We're not driving around in the Model T, guys. That's the Model T. It's great. It was a cool innovation. Wow, look how much it changed life on the planet. But we're not driving around in Model Ts. So... I'm replying to him, we must use DeFi to ensure government's obsolescence over the control of money. That solves more problems than most can imagine. And the reason is they can't continue to exist in the same way that they do. They can't fund these endless wars. They can't spend, you know, two trillion more than they make and just print money if it's sound money. They have to bring a comparable value. Right now, when they create new money, the value that accompanies that new money comes from the existing dollars in circulation. So that means you are the ones paying for it. It is a hidden tax. It affects the poor because it creates inflation. That's why all the prices are going up right now. As this whole system just grinds down to a halt. And all these cargo ships are stacked up. Crypto is the answer. And it's going to not just put a stop to what the state does, has the power to do, is capable of doing. Um, It's going to eventually destroy or obsolete and that's the key here. It's, it's bringing about better alternatives that people will naturally choose because they're superior to what exists today, to the capital crony system of criminals running Wall Street and the banks and having control over our money, which they abuse. So, Okay. Israel and Palestine live on top of each other. They had similar late summer, early fall COVID waves. Both waves are now over. Israel is one of the most vaccinated regions in the world, while Palestine is one of the least. And you can see there, I don't know what the population differences between the two are, so these aren't per 100,000, but these are daily cases. And they had three waves, and so did uh, Palestine. But their cases are in, you know, peaking out here under 3,000. But it kind of, the narratives that, that, that's emerging is, you know, for like Sweden, same number of people died, same thing with all the lockdown measures, it flattens the curve, right? It doesn't change the curve, it doesn't reduce the curve it flattens it 
So, I don't even know why I bother. People aren't going to listen. You know, the ones who who are running around vaccinated and wearing their mask and pissed off at the people who are not. They don't care what this says. They don't look. Or like the guy the other night in chat. <laughs> the normies, yeah, exactly. Okay, let's talk solutions. So Signal is uh, like a private peer-to-peer messenger service, but they just moved to cloud hosting and now have a pen and it's kind of questionable. Well, XRP Steve is telling us about the XX network, which is one of my favorite cryptos. Um, from From a privacy perspective, you have Monero, which is the king, right? But it's also... Um, there's all kinds of things that I don't like about it. Um, with the XX Messenger, they're using their CMIX protocol. It's not, you know, most of the cryptos out there are based on the NSA's codec. And this is something David Charm points out really beautifully. He's like, there's a reason they want you to use that one, guys. Hello, is anyone paying attention here? Like, maybe they have the master key and he's created his own protocol. And one of the cool features about it is that, uh, you know, you've got payments that are in discrete packets, but you also, uh, it's also a messenger. So you can text message and use the power of that network, the anonymity that that network is going to provide you. Uh, and at the same time, you're obfuscating, uh, crypto, uh, or packets that are payments, right? So these they have different dynamics and how they would be used and so forth. <clears throat> and so by mixing together messages with payments, you really increase the anonymity of the network. It makes it even harder to crack, right? So they're, they're, uh, they're doing a, a trial of this, and I recommend you guys participate. In fact... I'll, we'll have to see how it works and so forth, but maybe I'll put some kind of uh, public, I'll give you guys the way to access it for people that want to. So we'll see. But I'm looking forward to, to that rolling out. And, and this is something that I think is the same kind of leap that XRP represents to proof of work for, you know, Monero to... Uh, if you were to say from Bitcoin to XRP and draw that analogy, I would say this is Monero to XX network. Okay. And speaking of Bitcoin, I love this video. I'll just play it for you. Check this out. I'm going to show you how crypto YouTubers manipulate the market. This is BitBoy. He has over 560,000 subscribers. Using this Chrome extension, YouTube upload time, I can see the exact minute and second a video was uploaded. You can see that he posted this video, top five coins crushing the market now, and using the Chrome extension here, I can see that this video went live on February 16th at 6 p.m. 
And the number one coin he tells everyone to look into is called Frontier. So I looked up Frontier on CoinMarketCap just to see how it did on February 16th. And here are the results. At 6.04 p.m., take a look at that. <laughs> Now imagine you're him and you have a following of half a million people on YouTube and you could throw down $10,000 in some shit coin and make a video and 5x your investment the same day. That's how it works. Yep. That's why I don't even like talking about coins when I used to focus on crypto is because, you know, people accuse me of doing that with uh, hot and I, like I've never even owned it. I like it. I've just never taken the time to go and get it. Um, anyway, and then people are like, oh, you're pumping, dumping it, Sam. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Forget it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Okay. I think there's a lot, a whole lot of manipulation <clears throat> of that sort that goes on in the crypto community amongst the influencers and some of these icons that are out there so be wary people this is the wild west there are huge opportunities and lots of scammers and people trying to part you from your money so all right that's all i got let's see what you guys have to say if anybody on uh spaces assuming you guys are still out there Anyone's listening to me ramble on incessantly. All right, DSXRP. You're going to have to unmute your mic and say hello. Okay, hasn't unmuted his mic yet. If you've got a question in chat, use asterisks and I will read it. When will we Hello? see it? Oh, yep. Go ahead. Hey, uh, last last night on your Rumble channel, you had uh, a video at the start there, that crazy woman there with the flags behind her. Okay. I, that She's uh, the provincial health officer for British Columbia and Canada. I live in British Columbia and Canada. Okay. She's in control. 90% like, of the people here are vaccinated. Uh -huh. They have kids lined outside of schools wearing masks to go into school outside. That's sad. It's, 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 it's out of control here. And I, I watch, I watch, you know, sports or U S sports on the weekend, uh -huh. the stadiums people with no mask. Yeah. I can't, they have vaccine passports here now. I'm not vaccinated. I can't go to a restaurant. I can't go to a health club, like a fitness place. I can't go to a concert. I'm like a second class citizen now. It, you know, it shows you just, it, it, it exposes it as such a fraud when you look at right? these places that have no restrictions. Like, you know, I'm in Texas, even in the United States. We can run around and, you know, I see some people wearing masks that still choose to, but a lot of people don't. And it kind of comes and goes. You, I see these waves coming with the, the fear porn that's being pushed yeah. out by these uh governments and their their cronies and and uh 
you know, you have to acknowledge, I think, that they're not working for the people. They're working for the pharmaceuticals, the deep state, whoever. We don't really know. Uh, but I think these organizations are compromised. For sure they are. Like, we, we can't go anywhere in any public building, restaurant, gas station without wearing a mask here. Like, it's it's just out of control. So and the people here being washed. Like, you try to tell people like anything and they're just like trust the science that's all they come back with is trust the science it's like oh my god <laughs> are you people for real <laughs> hmm. so what's um <clears throat> so you're unvaccinated with the passports like yeah. what are the main things in what ways has life changed for you and what what kind of things are you forced to do now that you didn't do before well, I can, I can go to like a gas station or something like that or mm-hmm. a grocery store. But if I want to go to a pub, a, a restaurant, if I want to go to a concert, any a movie theater, I'm not allowed to go any of those places because I don't have the passport. And it's like a QR code, right? And and are, like how church. often are you challenging that? Like, well, are there are there places you've tried to go that uh, kick you out or are you just submitting to it? How well enforced is it? I've seen in some places they're ignoring it. So that's my like question. Yeah. It, see here, it's really bad because all the people working in these restaurants and whatever, they think they're COVID police, right? Okay. So they, yeah, they yeah. Like, yo, where's your passport? Blah, 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 blah. Pull your mask up. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. no, it, it's bad. Canada is in a sad state. Like you, you people in the state have no idea how bad it is up here. It's just terrible. Hmm. <laughs> well, we're not behind Australia. Put it that way. Yeah, we'll have lockdown. Uh, it's a, it's it's incredible like watching I'm, what's happening in both of these places right now. I've just been stunned. Canada is going to be next. Where knocking on the door? Oh, you're not vaccinated? Come with us, or come with us, man. We've got a Let's camp. Go to- Go to the camp for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Where, or they come no, in with no. their with their new tests, right? Because they're doing away with the PCR yeah. tests, and then Gates and Soros bought in bought this testing company to develop the new one that's going to be super accurate. You bet. <laughs> and and if you test positive for for the new fear strain, you're you're yeah. legally required to come with us, slave. And that's yeah. it's really what it comes down to. See, I'm a construction worker, you know. I've worked construction my whole life, and your hands are dirty, blah, blah, blah. You eat your lunch, blah, blah, blah. I haven't had the flu in like 20 years. Yeah. I don't get sick. But an immune system, because I expose myself to germs and other things, and right? sunlight. I've worked through this whole thing, mm-hmm. start to finish, and started every day, Monday to Friday. I go into gas stations, I go wherever. I open doors, I can go back into my truck, and I go and eat my truck and lunch. I don't wash my hands, nothing, and I never get sick. There's a reason for that, because I have an immune system. I agree with you. <clears throat> okay, I appreciate you jumping on and sharing your thoughts with us. This Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. Okay. I'm going to read through. I saw some comments here. Uh, what's good to fry the vaccine if I have to get it? Oh, I mean, 
think you're asking like, how do you reverse the damage or, you know, what can you do? So for the people who have, um, who have gotten it, like that's my brother, my ex-wife, who's the mother of my child. Um, they're taking, you know, good quality multivitamins that come from a vitamin company. <clears throat> and they're taking NAC, they're taking um, vitamin C, vitamin D. Uh, <clears throat> hang on, I need to get some water. Ivermectin is something that I think should be considered. And really, I would say try and find a doctor because there are some out there who are helping patients treat these things and uh, get some things that will require, you know, a prescription or, or an in-office visit to be administered and that sort of thing. So there's several of those out there. Dr. Peter McCullough, um, you know, not that you could be his patient, but uh, there's folks that have put their protocols out and you can go look those up. Okay. How did you connect spaces to your stream? Uh, so what I have right here is my cell phone and uh, that is actually connected to the mixer over Bluetooth. So it's on this channel right here and I have a, a volume slider for the callers so I can kind of adjust their volume, which I forgot to do. I should have turned him down a little bit. Uh, and then I'm also, yeah, I went basically through mixer school and understand every facet of this thing now. And uh, there's a, a plug right here that's going to be run into the sound card so that when I do uh, Zoom interviews or conference calls, that audio is going to come from the computer sound card into this channel right here, whereas otherwise it would be mixed with the USB signal. And because I <clears throat> will play clips and things, that's kind of, I'd rather have them separate. So that's going to be fixed as well. And I've been working with Doug to kind of, uh, we may do a, a DAW recording where I put it into a special mode and, and it, uh, We'll put out all the different channels so I can record them individually and do some more fancy stuff. Anyway, and then I also have this voice mod that I can use at some point. And there's all kinds of fun voices, but I, I'm trying. There's technical aspects to sort out there. So, but anyway, that's some of the cool stuff that I've been doing is just getting it really set up to where it's uh, really good quality and I uh, have all the ability to adjust things to put out a great show. So that's how it's working. So this is the phones connected to uh, spaces. It's Bluetooth over to the mixer and that goes out to the stream. So I think it's a great way to bring like callers on and people that want to bring something up, which if you do, you can right now and I'll bring you on air and you can uh, speak your mind. You're welcome. Let's see. Is there any religions that are against the vaccine? Well, the Amish that we talked about uh, in the last show, I think absolutely <clears throat> not any better in lower Canada, AKA Washington state. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those got to decide what's important, right? There's a rumor explosions of container at ports in Washington. Some had chemicals on board saying this is ongoing now. I have no idea if it's true. I do not have TV and I do not get mainstream media. Okay, that's interesting. If anybody's got something on that, I'd like to see it. Um, Cliff's theory on this is that they're, the Chinese are bringing in weapons, bioweapons, you know, chemicals. Who knows? They're feeding Antifa stuff through these shipping containers. So perhaps what's behind the slowdown is the military is out there scanning all of these containers and seeing what's what. Now, I did see video of one that had like four containers on the end that fell off and crashed into the ocean. And then I think it was later that day or the next day that ship caught fire, which I thought, "Mm, that's interesting. What happened there? Um, Could that be something along those lines where they found something and it's like, oh yeah, no, Antifa's not going to get all these guns. And then they throw them off and drop them in the bottom of the ocean. Maybe. Could be. So, food for thought, right? Food for thought. Uh, Do you think there's a light at the end of the tunnel or are we going to turn into Australia? Uh, I don't think America could become Australia, right? I think it's too, um, there's too many guns and too many people that are uh, aware of the narrative at this point. It would be, they would lose, I think. And I think they know they would lose because they would lose the military. And, you know, part of this is let's get rid of the military, disable them. You know, we had the story that we covered last uh, in the last episode about the British ship that had the 100% vaccinated crew on board and they had this huge uh, COVID outbreak. And it's like, what happens when these people are the ones in the hospital, like we read in the beginning? <clears throat> what happens when that is the scene on board one of these warships that all of these people serve vital functions that relate to life on the ship, right? How long until they no longer operate or an effective fighting force? So, do I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel? I think we're going to see like major breakdown. Um, and I, uh, you know, it's kind of what I've just been describing with uh, Louisiana, that sort of disaster area situation becoming like normal life for the next, I would say, three or four years. Like you're not going to be able to get things. Everything's in disorder. And this is assuming that we get this big die-off that appears to be in the process of happening, right? I mean, that's exactly what this whole thing, oh, sorry, what this story was about. These are the vaccine injured. 
And this is going to start happening increasingly to more and more people. And their solution is, well, uh, booster shots. And like every time you inject one of those, it, you're, you're playing Russian roulette. Except you don't know how many bullets are in the chamber, how many chambers there are on the gun. And they're just going to tell you, no, and just keep pulling the trigger and pulling the trigger and hoping, and you're just going to sit there and hope it doesn't go off. Except one, t- one day, one time, they're going to inject you and it's going to go off. And you'll be not even one of these people. You'll Well, I guess you will for a while, for a very short while, because they don't last very long. Some of them. And with each successive dose, your immune system is lowered and, and damaged even more. Your ability to respond to viruses and cancers is damaged even more. <clears throat> We're going to see, I mean, listen to the stories. They're like, they're diagnosed and they're dead in a couple days, some of them. And we had the one that had this huge tumor that had an MRI two months before and it was not there. And they're like, how is this even possible? And it's possible because the CD8 cells are just decimated by this injection. They are literally training your body to pump it full of a pathogen that's toxic to your body that causes clotting in your veins and arteries and blocks your capillaries and Wow. 100% safe and effective. Uh, Let me see if I can find the... um, I saved it to the desktop. Somebody's asking... Am I saying her name right? Jacinda? Jacinda. There we go. Okay. I don't know where it is. I'm going to have to find it. Bear with me. This is kind of a relaxed show anyway. Uh, let me see. I think it'll be in re- recent. Crap. Okay. No, I'm not finding it. Okay, sorry. I'll have to do it later. I'll make a video about it. So, I think it's possible the UN or China would invade the Western nations in three to five years, and that's what they're doing. This, That's why they're doing this COVID crap. Uh, that's very, very possible, I would say. Um, you know, the, the whole fourth turning, that ends in war. Right, and it's the the last world war was the last one, so everything is really primed for war. And if you were the Chinese and you had control of of Biden and public policy, you know, couldn't you use that as a tool to drive this vaccine? Absolutely, they could. 
He's in everybody. He's in their pocket, right? So this is the CCP engaging in this um, new kind of warfare. And a lot of these vaccinated are the victims. <clears throat> and then they're going to be able to come in with a basically a non-functioning military because most of them are being pushed to take this. So... And, uh, you know, speaking of Cliff, he talks about they need the, the food to feed their people. So that's why they, that's what they really are after is a way to feed their population so they don't starve. Um, I don't know. Seems plausible. Uh, thanks as always for your video contributions. Sure. Uh, do you, do you know how similar the ivermectin-like pills they are making are to ivermectin? If they work, it, doesn't it make sense to just use the ivermectin? Yes. Makes sense to use it. I don't know how similar they are. I've heard that comparison made by some people. Um, but the whole, the you know, the their strategy, of course, is, well, if this thing works, let's do ours and find some way that it's a little bit better. And um, I think that's what they're trying to do. And then they can charge, you know, obscene amounts for it. And then they can use their co-opted regulatory agency to like <clears throat> put out that treatment protocol. That's exactly what's happening with COVID, isn't it? So. Canada's filled with brainwashed zombies, a lot of them. Yeah, it's, it's sad. I can't find quercetin in my town doing homework. I found out green tea extract works as a zinc. Ionosphore also. Okay, good deal. Yeah, C60 is something that people talk about a lot as well. Uh, that may be a good one to, to look into. Um, so even like my vitamin C and my multivitamin have quercetin in them which is really nice so that's why i talk about finding a good source uh the the mix that they do is different and i've really actually felt a little better since i started taking those as opposed to the stuff they would have at walmart or the dollar store which made in china hello so i could like why was i doing that Some of them, I'm sure, are what they purport to be, but I don't think they're going to be optimal. Even, <clears throat> and I even get away from like the major brands that that those guys have. I really like finding somebody that's looking at the science and putting these kind of formulations together in a way that they can be optimally absorbed by your body. So. Okay, I'll take a look at that. Ordered my book of wisdom. Thanks for all you do. What's the book of wisdom? <laughs> but you're welcome. So is there a specific number to call in? No. So if you go on Twitter, you'll see that I'm doing a spaces is what it's called. It's a new thing that they have. And then somehow you, I guess, request to be a speaker. 
then it will pop up. But there's no phone number. I could probably set that up, but uh, one step at a time. <laughs> there's a lot of complexity happening around me, and it's about to get even more complex. So, All right. The fire was reported three days ago. Yeah, that's the one I saw. I saw footage of it. Now, and it looks like it was where the containers fell off, so maybe it damaged some portion of the ship. Um, I don't know. What would you think if the current paradigm sees the end and intentional wrecks the shipping industry trying to make people rely on the government intentionally? Okay. Um, you know, poor and hungry people are easy to control, right? And this is like, they've made it clear that they want to wreck the economy with the shutdowns and so forth. Now what they're doing is attacking industry, right? Because that's really the um, consumer aspect is one part of it, right? But really when you can't, when you're, when your job is to, um, I don't know, put roofs on houses and you've got 400 people that work for you and you can't get roofing shingles, how long can you keep paying those guys for not putting on roofs and making you money? You can't. And this whole thing is creating such a ripple effect where it's just, it, it just keeps cascading and causing this grind down as I've described it. And I think um, that's a, an important aspect of this shipping delay. Companies can't get the parts to do business, to the stuff they need to sell, the stuff they need to go out and do work. That's going to, you know, if you're a construction trying to build a high rise and you can't get all of the components that you need before you pour concrete. What do you do? Or you can't get them reliably enough for the, for the entire job. It's just logistics is I think going to become an absolute nightmare. That's why I'm like, you know, get oil filters, get air filters, get oil, get all the stuff you need to exist for as long as you can, as much as you can store and you have finances for, if you've got all your money in crypto, folks, have you been paying attention to Tether? And that whole, that hammer's coming down, okay? That could drag crypto way down from here. This might be the high. So beware. Uh, anyway. I, I I think they're just they're trying to bring it all bring everyone to their knees because they'll be easy to control and push whatever kind of new narrative they have for us or for the for them. Uh I don't think it's gonna be successful. But I mean, they're, they're going to be successful in that. But um, as we've kind of covered in this show, their whole message is just crumbling, right? It's falling apart. They don't know what to do. They're scrambling. They're deer in the headlights. 
and it's just uh, uh, and what's coming after this is the normies waking up to the fact that they've been soft killed and it's like how does how does that conversation go exactly <laughs> so is their plan going to work in that context I don't know I, it's, time is of the essence I would say and that's what's going to determine it uh, Pax Pos raided by FBI possible credit card info theft okay maybe related maybe not what helps the government here in um, hold on just a sec okay in New South Wales Australia is raising the fines mask fines started at 250 yeah I saw that uh, when the protests started happening it increased to 500 then a thousand not having a valid reason to leave home is 3,000 and businesses business non-compliance fines are over 10,000 it makes it hard for most people especially after losing work yeah yeah they they have enslaved you that's what that shows that's what that shows and the reason they can do that is because they have the power to print and coin the money and you fools all use it so hmm the vax mandate would ensure many good patriots oh hold on Let's go to, we got somebody joining us. Uh, Greek Gourmet, go ahead. Hey, Sam, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Great. Go ahead. What's on your Uh, mind tonight? Well, you know, some of the things you really have to consider in everything that's happening. You know, before what I was doing now, I used to work in finance. And, you know, one of the things I used to look at when I used to manage money are natural resources. And, you know, it's a better part to say. I mean, I think it's we're starting to run out of a lot of these things, and I think that's one of the reasons why they're trying to slow everything down because, you know, nothing's online enough or fast enough to replace it. You know, I just want to see what your thoughts on something like that. Help me. You you see it. You see what's running out. Well, I mean, let's say you know, oil for example. There's still plenty of it, but it's still harder to get and it's more expensive to get than ever was before. Yeah. You know, there's very few places anymore where you can poke corn around and just pull it out. Okay. You know, it takes a serious amount of labor to, to grab these types of natural resources. Yeah. Well, so I would look to Orwell's 1984 where, and like V for Vendetta where you have, V came in and robbed the government supply chain of all their butter and cheese. Like, they will end up nationalizing, you know, greater and greater aspects of the economy, even either through directly or just, uh, hey, we write the contract with with this corporation, and these are all of our terms, and they're basically subservient to us, and we give them boatloads of the money in return. And that, that's kind of the system that we have today, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's part of what's being exposed. Um, yeah. What do you think? No, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. But, you know, I mean, oil is one example. And another one that's really no one's talking about, and there's actually an MIT study out there to put out that we have basically 50 years of phosphorus left. And 
you know, that's, that's a critical component to, for fertilizer to grow our food. Phosphorus, to, okay. to manufacture it, it's very dangerous and very volatile, which means I don't expect us to even try to manufacture it. The Chinese will do a good job filling that gap in the market. But, you know, it is what it is. There's certain things out there that we, you know, it's, it's kind of rugged shot. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons why they're doing a lot of these things. We, we have a system, uh, you know, M- MPK, that... Um, just it kills the soil you know they go in they kill Mm -hmm. it turn up all the microorganisms it kills the soil and then they bring in their fake uh, fertilizers and spray it on there and they get really good yields and this and that but uh and then they're you know spraying with these pesticides and those stop working just like the the leaky vaccines they are now paying uh people to go through and cop cut down these super weeds, $70 an acre mm-hmm. to go through and cut them down and get them out because they're resistant to the poison now. And right. th- this ends up in our food supply and it just, th- they're, th- they're, they're building up salts in the soil and they're, they're mm-hmm. mitigating it a little bit with crop rotation. But I, I think the, the technology that exists um that, that we have this we have this what is it seven eight billion people on the planet and that's possible mm-hmm. because of this technology but this technology could die you know it could it, these these soils could stop responding mother nature could could find a way around it um and then we have this huge population without the technology to support them under the current yeah. paradigm so you know maybe that's why they're doing this now mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know i mean you know i'm in food service and um you know one of the trends because of covid is the fact that they're moving towards the single serving type of food meals now everything packaged and complete Mm-hmm. And very neat. And that's another thing. I mean, we waste a lot of food in this country. And yeah. It's, it's a shame what we throw away. So, you know, if anything comes out of it, if something like that can happen, we're not wasting as much food, you know, and just trying to like limit what we're, what we're doing might help us out in the long run. So, mm-hmm. but you know, I appreciate you having me on my man. It's a great show. All right. Have a good evening. Okay. Oh, this is kind of fun. It's a little more to keep track of, but I'm figuring I'll I'll get it. I'll get it eventually. Uh, The Vax mandate would ensure many good patriots won't be left to be conscious, conscientious objectors to doing their own people. Um, I'm not sure what you mean by that. Oh, the military, I mean. Would ensure won't be left. Oh, the military wouldn't do that to their own people. Yeah, like I, that's why I think they would lose the military if they tried something like that. But you know, like putting people in camps and so forth, and fighting other Americans, and I think a lot of them would have a real problem with that. <clears throat> Although, who knows? They could sell it that way as well. Just crossed the Seattle Sound about a half hour ago. I didn't see anything going on. Okay. 
Pact Raid. <laughs> Alright, let's watch this. Listen up, people. You're headed for a climate disaster. Oh, crap. Yeah. And yet every year, governments spend hundreds of billions of public funds on fossil fuel subsidies. Imagine if we had spent hundreds of billions per year subsidizing giant meteors. That's what you're doing right now. Around the world, people are living in poverty. Don't you think helping them would make more sense than, I don't know, paying for the demise of your entire species? You've got a huge opportunity right now. As you rebuild your economies and bounce back from this pandemic. So here's my wild idea. Don't choose extinction. Save your species before it's too late. It's time for you humans to stop making excuses. Yeah. And start making These changes. people. Thank you. They won't be saving us. <laughs> Not in the kind of world I want to live in anyway. Oh. Federal investigators have raided the Florida offices of Pax Technology. A Chinese being involved. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's really behind that? I, I'd want to like see somebody that's dug into it before even really bothering to talk about it. Um, Forty shipping containers adrift off the Washington coast. Yep. Wife's dad got lung cancer and HIV. Don't think he's sleeping around at 78. Yeah. Well, so that, I, I think we covered that, but let me, um, hold on. I got to figure out which window it is. I've got a bunch. There we go. Uh, somewhere in here, there was a, I had a thread about, Mm, crap. No. Where? Oh, no, it's a letter. Where is that letter? Um, so if somebody's got the link and you can post it in the chat, uh, it's, it's the letter to... Let me see. It should be in my feed. Bear with me for just a minute. And I think I just tweeted it out not too long ago. Yeah, right here. So they are instructing. Now, here's the thing. This is from a Facebook post. Uh, it is a letter to, you know, hospital staff, I think. And they're telling them in the emergency room that they should be testing for HIV now. I don't know when this came out. There's no date on it. There's two pages to it right here. And you can see, you know, it looks official. Um, I don't know if it's old or not, or if this is a new thing that they're doing. That's what I want to really verify before I dive into this. Um, but they're telling them in this letter, test them. Don't worry about it. If it comes back positive, we have teams that will go out, reach out to them and make sure they're okay. And that sort of thing. Um, so because there was, I guess some hesitancy to test for them, but they're telling them like test them, even if they're not, uh, suspected 
or suspecting, like just go ahead, just run it as your standard test now, is kind of the tone that comes from it or that I, that I get from reading it, which that, that's what are they doing? They're running a panel, a blood panel, that's going to show all of these antibody counts that these doctors that I've been showing you are pointing to saying they're, it's destroying their immune system. They don't have any CD8 cells to respond to cancers. The cancers that I'm seeing in my lab come into my 80 employee lab where we're testing these and, and I'm uh, diagnosing these cancers to find out what they are. They're rare and unusual. We've got doctors that are 10, 20, 30 years in the profession. They've never seen this before, never seen these types of cancers and they're becoming more and more commonplace. In, in what is it in in detrimile i think cancers are up 20 fold I, I believe is what he what uh dr ryan said so it's interesting to me that, that now they want that they want to see how bad it is if it, assuming this is recent and current and not you know somebody trying to feel important by sending out something old. So, and I think there was something else in this thread. Oh yeah, I, I don't know how we missed this. I must have skipped over the tab. But um, yeah, a rare case of vaginal ulcers could be new but extremely rare complications of COVID jabs, doctors claim. So, you, you know, we've seen like people get the sores on their arms and stuff around their groin it's happening there too who knows if the mra rna is transmissible as well this thing could be a sexually transmitted disease it's in one of the i think it was a pfizer safety study about wear a condom 28 days after vaccination are they telling people this now why not so the lesions in her vulva had necrotic flesh rotting ring and were leaking fluid. They were exquisitely pa painful. Tests showed that the teen did not have COVID or herpes, causing medics to consider the jab she'd recently had. That's from the story. And Tyler here is saying, this is the author of this uh, post, they are going to receive an AIDS diagnosis in time too via their increasingly low CD4 scores. I think it's CD8. Potentially having immune functions with each jab. Yeah. So the message is getting out there. Okay. Bear with me just a second. Crypto Connor. Welcome to the show. Oh. Wait. Hey, Sam, can you hear me all right? Yep. What's on your mind? So I was on your, yeah, I called in a couple nights ago, um, and I told you I worked for a big tech company, and the lead times were astronomical. Right. Um, and they, have, they haven't done the vaccine mandate yet. Um, but then literally that morning when I woke up, we got that email from our CEO 
saying, you know, because we have federal contracts with your company, even though you are not on the federal side of things or you are not a federal contractor yourself, everybody, regardless if you're remote or not, has to be vaccinated in four weeks um, or you're fired. Just drop the bomb on us. And um, so... So that's like, here's the thing that, that vaccine mandate is not even real. Like it's a memo at this point. It hasn't been made a law. There's people waiting to sue it and they can't because it's just a memo and they are using their power and influence, abusing their power and influence to pressure companies like yours into forcing these mandates. Yeah. And see, our manager thinks, you know, we're all compliant, goody-goody, two-shoots, we're all vaccinated, right? Well, um, he's about to lose half his team. Um, wow. And we brought in, I mean, like, I mean, my patch, I, I have the Bay Area, so um, me and my coworker bring in uh, probably $2.5 million of revenue um, together every six six months. Uh-huh. Um, so have you have you half, have you thought about like organizing a little bit and setting some kind of walkout? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're there's no <laughs> walkout because we're all fucking locked in. But um, we're okay. on signal together. All of us are on signal talking about you know um, what we could possibly do here because you know we're just we're all we were all put in this trap basically. You yes. know, two weeks to slow the spread, and now it's hey, you have 30 days to get vaccinated or, or you're done, even though you're not federally contracted, even though you haven't seen anybody in, you know, 18 months, um, mm-hmm. you're going to get with the program because we have our corporate overlords um, in the government pulling our strings, and so you must comply now too. So okay, that's where we are. So um, a couple things. So we covered tonight on the show um, – that uh, there's a, the website with the form, legal forms and so forth that give you various different kinds of exemptions to maybe look at and consider. And then I, I think it would be a really great idea if you you know started talking to the signal group before the, the deadline comes, right? Like maybe a week before or you know, maybe in two weeks, two, I would say in two or three weeks, it might be a good idea to organize some kind of, of a uh, sick out or walkout or, you know, if, if everybody's home sick for one day, that kind of sends a very quiet message. Um, if everybody walks out publicly and you make a video or something like that about it, or, you know, just doing it, uh, that's going to, that's going to be phone calls to the executives and what the hell is going on and how many is it? Oh my God. Do you know what that would do to our company? And it might have them reconsidering uh, the seriousness with which they grant religious exemptions. Right? So again, um, have the you employ the carrot and the stick, have the carrot be the religious exemption and the stick be the walkout to let them know that um, that's not not going to fly, or here's the impact that that's likely to have. What do you think? Yeah, and the 
it's just it's amazing to see you know everybody's kind of alone right now and nobody feels everyone right. uh, people who people think they're alone right because they're all remote and that they think you know oh, they're I the see. only ones that might might be unvaccinated but once this hammer came down this week um it's just you know a lot of people are quick to congregate on these channels okay um encrypted Good. channels like signal and all that and you know so now that's what we're doing. Y- you might even have some teammates that are vaccinated, but you could explain to that that but that are like-minded to some degree, and you might even be able to explain to some of them, "Hey, this will impact you because if all these people go, they they may not survive as a company or this, this division might be severely hurt." You know? Yeah. Yep. Our commercial team is going to see a huge hit, like mm-hmm. already in the millions of dollars and. You know, none of the management um, on that level saw it coming either. Okay, um, good. I've seen some messages from people who've already approached them, and they were totally blindsided by this. So, I mean, they're going to fire everybody before the holidays <laughs> while supply chains are absolutely astronomically broken. Yeah. Um, and and you have to train a whole another group of, of people New during people. the holidays. Like, yeah. It's just it's those little things that, you know, compound and, um, they're really going to have that ripple effect. But I just wanted to, to just tell you that because yep. I was on your show and I told you the mandate didn't hit yet. And literally when I woke next up day. Um, we could, <laughs> yeah, next day. Perfect. Insane, man. All right. Well, we appreciate um, the update. Yeah. Thank you again. Thanks for, thanks for your work, man. I've been listening to you for years. You know, what you're talking about it and, uh, you're a huge beacon of light. So keep doing, keep doing, Keep fighting the good fight, Sam. All right. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I heard the UN bypassed the ranks and went directly to Texas governor to stop using fossil fuels. Generally heard anything about this. I have not. And I don't think that's going to happen. They're, they're not big fans of, of the federal government here in Texas. Uh, okay. Farms in northern Canada have been getting census calls asking about property, facilities, production capacity. Sounds like socialist tyrants would want to know about. Yeah, you know, don't forget about uh, John Looney telling us that he had, like the government uh, reporting czar, calling him every week, leading the conversation and sort of dropping hints and things and Sounds like exactly what they would do. Where was that? Northern Canada. Yeah. They're closing down society. Y'all need to be aware. You need to make other people aware of this. When will we get to see the Parasite video? When it's ready and not before. (laughs) You don't like that answer? Do your own Parasite video. (laughs) I I haven't had time to look. I'm busy fixing technical problems on the show. I I do it all here. So, and I've been at the farm for what was going to be a day trip, uh, for two days. Cause I ended up once I did my car, I replaced the lower a, a arms this time. Uh, my cousin is having a hard time and doesn't have a job and like payday loaned away a couple cars. And now her dad's got her another one. And it needed struts, so I spent the day, you know, putting those on for her to get her trying, you know, we're trying to get her back on her feet a little bit. And I replaced a couple other things, a brake caliper and an engine stabilizer. Uh, 
So, and then came back and did this. So that's why there's not a parasite show. But again, if you want to jump on that, by all means. <laughs> I'm not the only one here. Uh, I don't just talk about making sure things are ready. I take time to go do them. Uh, do you think we'll have shortages in prescription medicine? I think it's inevitable. I think, you know, the question is when. Now, how do you get those? I don't know. I've had a doctor give me some samples. I, I'm like, you know, this was when I was in my 20s. I took uh, an SSRI for a short period of time. And um, I would, wouldn't take them when I travel because I'd forget the bottle. And he gave me a bunch of samples. to. He couldn't, I, I'm like, can you write me a another one so that I can have one in my travel bag and one in my medicine cabinet. He's like, no, I can't do that, but I'll, they won't let me, but I'll give you a bunch of, and he did, he gave me a whole bunch of samples. Um, find natural alternatives, find ways to, you know, maybe if you have a pet dog like me, you can get some medicines that you need, or if you have some fish that need antibiotics, you can order those for your fish and those are USP grade, which is the same as the, as the stuff they give people, but you wouldn't be taking it for you. It'd be for your fish. Should you have fish or maybe imaginary fish? I should, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Yeah. If you guys, if you have a comment, you got to put them in asterisks or otherwise I'll skip right by it. Any recommendations for resources to learn, relearn AutoCAD? I don't. I don't know AutoCAD. Uh, yeah, I don't even know where to begin with that. Dr. Fleming recently released video evidence of vaccine contents. He didn't find parasites or graphene, but he did find a lot of garbage pegged to bad quality control, but still, but could still cause clotting. Okay, I need to watch that. If somebody uh, can link me that on Twitter, I would love it. So, all right. Uh, let me see here. Phosphorus can be made from bone meal, from my understanding. Yeah, that's how. That's what I put on my garden is blood meal and bone meal. I put some out a few days ago on my roses, and uh, I've got tomatoes that are still growing. So going to get one more nice little harvest of tomatoes. Uh, big protest at Washington State Capitol, November 5th. I need ideas for a great sign. Mm, okay, let me think about that, but if, I'm sure if, uh, I'll, I'll, I will tweet that for you, okay? And then we'll get Twitter's opinions on it. I'm sure they will come up with some gold, and you will have a plethora of great options to choose from. Had a new job today until they found out that I would not take the jab. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But, I mean, you see what's happening to people. It's undeniable at this point. So, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Okay, let's go to a caller here. We've got, hold on, i got to figure out how I'm working this thing. Lord David Roberts, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What's on your mind? Shout out to everything you do. Love it. Um, you were just talking about uh, prescriptions for things that 
are very necessary. Uh-huh. Um, and you were talking about for fish and everything. Yep. Well, the ivermectin that is made for cows and pigs is identical to human ivermectin. Okay. You can go buy it at the feed store. Okay. No. I'm holding a bottle of it right now. It's called Noromectin. Okay. And this bottle is it concentrated? Because that's the that's yeah, one of the yeah, problems the with the horse dosage. paste is that it's so concentrated. Right. And a human the dose dosage. at that amount would be like one to two milliliters. And pe- some people are taking more, and it's making them sick. Correct. And and the reason they get sick is because when the parasites die, if you do indeed have parasites. Toxins given off by the parasites yep. is what makes you sick. But it's a 250 milliliter bottle of this is $52. Okay. And you buy it at the feed store. And it's an injectable. Uh, the guy at the feed store told me he and his wife both just put a little bit in orange juice every day. Okay. So just FYI, because I'm like you. I've traveled the world. I've been in every war zone in the last 30 years. And... I've kept ivermectin available to me ever since it came out. That and hydroxychloroquine and other things. And you can actually make hydroxychloroquine at home, just okay. so you know. You want to give every, do you know the recipe? I know it's like grapefruit, organic grapefruit, and um, my friend. Right. Go, do you know it well enough to tell everybody? Yeah, you take, you take lemons, you peel the lemons, you, know, you wash them. Then you and you wash them really good to make sure all the pesticides and everything are off of yeah, it, or get some organic then, ones. Yeah, right, right, or vinegar. Get some organic ones. Still wash them. Then you peel them and you take the peels of the grapefruit and lemon, and then you mm-hmm. boil them. Okay. All right. And as soon as they hit a boil, you let it boil for about three minutes. Then you turn the heat down and let it simmer for about five hours. Okay. And then you strain that off, and that is hydroxychloroquine. Uh, what uh, kind of concentration of of lemon peels to water do you want uh, one well i, I mean are, I was, is it I was just enough to immerse pan. them or or what yeah yeah like take a medium saucepan uh-huh. maybe take three grapefruits three lemons uh-huh. peel them all throw them in water get it, the water high enough to cover them okay and then let it hit a boil for about three minutes and then let it cook for about five hours, just at a really low heat. Just okay. let it, you know, let let it cook off uncovered. Yep. All um, right. So that's just just an option. And then you can put and, that in uh, the fridge, and that's good for yep. days, right? Or how long? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, months. Months. Okay. I mean, it just it just doesn't go bad. Okay. Um, good deal. Once you seal it up. Um, I'm, I, on I, another I note, to do just, that because yep. a lot of the doctors are saying that like the two work sort of in tandem together, the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine. And then mm-hmm. you've got, no. you've got people that are like experiencing some side effects. I, I think it's the neurological uh, disorders. So like the people that are shaking and that sort of thing, you can't stop it. They take ivermectin and the shaking stops, but the minute they stop taking it, it comes back. So that's where I think the hydroxychloroquine helps rid the toxin well, maybe. And the other thing, as you touched on parasites earlier, mm-hmm. if it's parasitic, and if I've heard in different places that the actual vaccine may cause, it almost be may, maybe like a catalyst for the parasitic 
nature of the COVID so that it, just like with parasites, you have to kill not only the generation that's alive, but you have to kill the eggs that hatch from the next generation. Mm-hmm. So you can't go on and off of ivermectin. You need to take it for a while. I learned this the hard way when I got Jardin when I was in Guam after Typhoon Paca. Okay. You know, you have to take it for a while so that it kills the next generation and the next generation. So, yeah, I know so, Dr. Fleming's protocol is you take, uh, I, I think he says around 0.2 to 0.4 milligrams per kilogram, uh, two weeks mm-hmm. apart. So you take two big doses, but they're separated two weeks apart. And I think that's probably for what you're talking about there. Right, exactly. Just to act as a prophylactic for the next generation okay. and to keep you from getting reinfected. Yep. I want to touch on something else while I'm on here with you. Okay, go ahead. Because you're a very good platform. Uh, in 2010, I got injured in Afghanistan uh-huh. and broke my back and I had a bunch of back surgeries and I had a bunch of MRIs with gadolinium. Okay. Okay. It's the contrast agent they give you. People need to be aware that everybody retains gadolinium and some people retain it worse than others and it wreaks havoc on your mitochondrial system. Okay. It attacks your joints. It attacks your organs. It causes your connective tissues to harden. It gives you brain fog. It's really, really bad. And people need to be aware of the risks before they get an MRI with contrast. Yeah, okay. And if you've already had an MRI with contrast, absolutely refuse because you don't need it. Okay. You're already going to light up like a Christmas tree. But people need to research on that and know about it you need to research it and know about it so you can protect yourself okay. and your loved ones, you know, and try to get them not to use the dye, but go to a T3 machine, which is a more powerful MRI machine okay. and don't use the dye. Okay. And I appreciate everything that you do. And on the vaccination side, uh-huh. I have a legal document that if you are told to take the jab, You present this to your employer and it will stop them dead in their tracks because it basically says, okay, I'll take the jab, but you're going to be liable for it. Responsible, yeah. Exactly. And you're going to be completely responsible. And this was prepared by a lawyer and I would be happy to send it to you. I just don't know how. Uh, Post it somewhere. There's like these Dropbox sites or uh, like a Google documents or, you know, whatever, just share it, get it somewhere on the internet, share it, and then tweet that link to me and I'll retweet it. I'll put a thread together. If we can find a bunch of these, like the ones that we covered tonight, and then that Uh document that you've got. And any, I know um, there's some other organizations out there that have, so that would be kind of a good mega thread to have of resources. Okay. Let's do that. I'll get that to you. I'll get off to give other people a chance to talk. Okay. But Sam, I appreciate everything that you do. All right. I've been a follower for four years now. All right. Thank you, Lord so, David Roberts. Have a great night. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me go. Uh, let's see. You reckon some of those container ships could be hiding the missile launchers or actual Chinese troops? I don't I don't know about troops, um, but uh, potential weapons of, you know, maybe not even mass destruction, but just of mass social disorder. Yeah, something along those lines makes a lot of sense to me. 
It does. Okay. What? Are, tell me what? Oh, oh, I was telling somebody, I guess. Guy on the phone, stay strong. You're not alone. There are more of us than them. Yep. The hive thing doesn't do it so much, uh, so much matter about the accuracy of this post, but when it was posted, just really interesting. Okay, I will take a look at that later. And um, the unvaccinated will be what Dennis Leary's character and followers are in the movie Demolition Man, but we will survive. I'll, I'll have to go watch that again. It's been a while. Been trying to get my doctor to give extra medicine. I think one is now a controlled substance. So yeah, yeah, I know. Good luck with that. I, I mean, there's no easy answer, right? And just with the breakdown of society, there's a lot of people that are alive because of pharmaceutical drugs. And if those suddenly stop, those people die. And you know, we, we lose the healthcare system. A lot of people are going to die from that, right? It's not just about the vaccine injured, but there's other people that will need this medical care that won't be able to get it uh, and are going to die in a, in a society that today could save them or a year ago could save them. So, okay, thank you for that. Someone sent me the Fleming video, so I'll take a look at that. Uh, her dad had eight vials of blood instead of weekly one. Who are you talking about here? So I guess they he went in and they drew more blood for various tests and so forth. And where is that? What is this thing? Wilderness medicine. Oh, okay. That looks cool. So my mom, one of the things she has is like some native plants of Texas so that we know which ones are edible and which ones are not. Some home remedies, like a thousand, ten, ten thousand home remedies, something like that. So books like this, I think, are uh, a wise investment, right? And have the book, not the not the app. I mean, you can get that too, but you might not have electricity. Okay. And this kind of stuff is, is gold. This will be worth an ounce of silver, whatever that, and that would probably buy you one incredible weekend of hookers and blow. So that should tell you how valuable this would be. Okay. Let's see. Oh, there's the hydroxychloroquine recipe. Okay, great. So I'll, I'll kind of collate some of these into a thread. And, uh, in progress, seeing that they oh, just blew up the, uh, so there you go for auditory people like me that like to hear how to do it. We can watch and listen. Main processing plant first. So here I got four great cook a cover, add very cover. It's going to be the opinion that this is um, I think I'll share it with you. Bye. That's it, right? Pretty simple. Okay, I need to do that. Erica told me about that months ago, and I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, I'll do it. And I uh, never did. I'm, she's probably laughing right now. I could hear her laugh. 
uh, how can you call? So you um, have to have a Twitter account and you have to be, you, know, you don't have to follow me on Twitter, but um, on my Twitter feed, I'm doing a spaces. I forget how it alerts you. And then you can come in to the show that way. Uh, and then you, again, somehow, I don't know how to do it, but you request to be a speaker. I think it's probably one of the options at the bottom. And I will see that and then bring you on if, if I want to. Okay. Uh, also, people need to look into lysine. It works almost as well as ivermectin. Okay. I've, I've heard about that as well. All right. I never spell what. Um, ga- gal- galadium. G-A-D-A-L-I-D-I-U-M. I think that's what what he was talking about, the dye that's in the, that they run through your veins to light them up, I think is what he's talking about. I never knew it, that dye can be ridden, can the dye be ridden from the body in any way? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, This homemade hydroxychloroquine recipe sounds like uh, D-limonene extract process. Someone should be looking into D-limo for treating COVID, it's a natural solvent found in citrus. Many uses and very available, also edible. Okay, that's interesting. So there you go, guys. Some more tips. St. Jude's children are all elated that their savior CKJ is going to live. <laughs> I'm not going to explain that one. That's just, if, you're, if you're a longtime listener, you get that joke. <laughs> Uh, I like people calling in, but can we put a time limit on the calls? No, I'm going to talk to people uh, for as long as I want. And I will, um, I don't know, I'll change it up over time until, and just sort of, this is how I do it, is I'll try some different things, figure it out. When I find something that I really love, I'll do it. And if somebody's giving me something interesting, uh, then I want to keep listening and keep talking to them. So... And it's up to you whether you keep listening. So I don't know why y'all are still here, frankly. <laughs> uh, to tell him he had HIV. Oh, okay, okay. So that's where the, this is, you're talking about the extra vials of blood. I, I got you, I didn't connect you from earlier. Okay, so yeah, dad had cancer and HIV and they drew a bunch of eight vials of blood from him. That's a lot. Uh, to run all these, this panel test. Hmm. The base of the word quiseratin is quiricus, which is Latin for oak. I wonder if you can make quiseratin at home also, maybe from oak or acorns. I bet there's a YouTube video on that. Maybe not YouTube, but there's a video out there somewhere on how to make that stuff. There's a PDF for the wilderness handbook. So yeah, that's good. But also have a, you know, if shit hits the fan and you can't get batteries and you can't get electronics and you don't have power for a year, are you going to be able to charge that device and look at that book for four hours a day? That's the question. So, because a paper book, you just flip it open and you're good. Okay, I like Lou Rockwell. I've met him once. I'd love to have him on as a guest. As soon as I get, I've got a cable to get 
for over here. And once I do that, then we'll be good for guests again. That link is about a page in a book called New World Order. It's apparently the Rockefeller game plan. My ex-mother-in-law had it posted and posted it before the recent HIV stuff. Okay, interesting. I'll take a look. Uh, I take a bunch of antivirals. Coconut oil kills lipid-coated viruses. That's what the mRNAs are. That's how they slip it into the cells. So that's if there's a study on that, I wouldn't mind seeing it. <clears throat> Vitamin D3 is highly antiviral. Selenium, highly antiviral. I take both of those in pretty healthy doses. I found years ago a PDF on a study in Africa where the soil was rich in selenium and there was almost no AIDS or Ebola. Where the soil was poor or no selenium, they had more cases of AIDS and Ebola. Olive leaf extract killed almost every virus, including HIV and herpes. That's probably in vitro. Thank you for that. Wonder what happened to old CKJ. I know he was, I think he had a car accident or something recently. Um, do you believe the government would taint the non-mRNA vaccines, Novavax, Covaxin, etc., coming out to continue the depopulation plan? Or would the FDA simply keep them in approval limbo? I'm, I'm personally, I'm so weary about all anything the flu virus, anything at this point. I mean, the and especially if it's getting a national push from these globalists and the and the WHO and these figureheads, right? Because we know they're compromised. They're doing what they're told. It's blatantly obvious when the Surgeon General's treat, t- tweeting five-month-old data about the effectiveness of the vaccines instead of what the current data shows and telling everyone to get it. Something ain't right there, folks. So that's my personal thought is I'm I, uh-uh, staying away from it. Yes. Never happened before. Poor dad. No hookers and blow for that 78 year old this weekend, man, man down, man down. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh no, that was horrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, I've got I got problems to work out here. I'll get it though. I'm not sure where that came from. Hmm. I may have to test at some point, but whatever. Okay, what a great place to end right there on hookers and blow. In fact, I'm thinking about um, there's this microphone boom arm, the kind that Rogan has. It's like 450 bucks. Think about posting that and saying, if somebody wants to get me the best birthday present ever, weekend at hookers and blow aside, that would be it. So. <laughs> Did you ever check on Wonder CDC database the flu vaccine deaths for this year or in the thousands as opposed to the normal hundred or so? I believe you. I, I haven't gone and looked it up. So maybe I will do that. Or if you want to tweet it to me, then I will definitely see it and uh, get it into one of the threads somewhere, okay? Uh, have you seen a post? the post about the Mayberg virus and how the PCR test was ready in 2018? Apparently the boosters could have, have ricin in it to trigger the PCR test. I haven't, I, I've seen videos on Mayberg or Marburg. Um, I haven't, I don't think I've seen that one. So get it to me on Twitter, tag me, and I will take a look and uh, we'll go from there. 
All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Enjoyed it. Um, I'll be back. I don't know. Probably most likely Sunday, but we'll see. And, and there's some short videos that I want to make in the meantime and have a little fun. So we'll catch you next time. I got zero doubt with my man brain. You keep calling me insane. Uh, Every single day, more XRP is what I obtain. No more cash, no more cars, only QR codes. Uh, no more proof of work. We running validated nodes. Woo. This is the life that I chose. Yeah. They look at the cons, I look at the pros. I'm always bullish in the shows. Bullish. Now you want to ask about XRP? I am not telling. I'm not. Now you want some of my XRP? I am not selling. It's not for sale. Honestly, I just wish you will. Because I'm XRP for will. I'm XRP for life and that's forever. Can't you tell? I just keep on buying. Why they telling me to sell? The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell. And that's when we prevail. I'm XRP for well. I'm XRP for life and that's forever. Can't you tell? I just keep on buying. Why they telling me to sell? The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell. And that's when we prevail. XRP taking the lead. Come equipped with institutional speed. XRP giving the go to proceed. Don't listen to FUD. I know they mislead. Try to tell them, but I know they don't care. ODL, don't nothing compare. Back in the day, I was willing to share. Now I don't have any left to spare. Saw some liquidity on demand Try to tell them but they don't understand Holding my ledger right here in my hand See the signs, it was already planned Digital economy, it's already here I'm talking about the moon They think I majored in astrology Haters talking trash, I think they majored in garbology Focus on my future so I invest in technology Number one is where we ranking Come on. And if you don't have XRP, then I do not know what you thinking. Ah. This the time, this the year, this the place to be. How the strong all day long doing it faithfully. Lord. Keep that negative energy far away from me. It's not our fault that we seeing something that you can't see. I got my hands on some old demand liquidity. Oh, yeah. And I'ma hold on to it now into infinity. This the greatest wealth transfer the world will ever see. But I'm not talking, I'm about to go buy me more XRP. Cause I'm XRP for well. I'm XRP. People life and that's forever, can't you tell? I just keep on buying why they telling me to sell. The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell. And that's when we prevail. I'm XRP for well. I'm XRP for life and that's forever, can't you tell? I just keep on buying why they telling me to sell. The whole world gonna be shocked when XRP break out of shell. And that's when we prevail. I'm XRP for will. L for will. L. I'm XRP for will. I'm XRP for life, and that's forever. Can't you tell? Can't you tell?